Hey, everybody. On our podcast, we talk a lot about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm Mark Marcello, a director, actor, choreographer, and writer. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And this is Made Made in in Hollywood. Hollywood. Today on our podcast, we're talking about the back end of Hollywood. And it's Flashback Film Friday. And happy birthday today to Forrest Whitaker. And Greg Sestero from The Room. Well, how was your week today? How was your week today? Um, well, I'm going to take that as how was my day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> my day is fine. You know, I've been dealing with, I switched my face soap because I ran out of my regular face soap. And all of a sudden, I'm, I usually have really clear skin. I've been like breaking out like crazy because... I usually use a soap that doesn't have soap in it, so it's just a cleanser, and now I'm using something that has soap in it, and my, I'm, like, shocked. My face is shocked. Um, so I'm dealing with that. Well, I did get you that gift where you could get the whiteheads. Get them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, just, get them. Yeah, that freaks me out a little bit. All right. Um, I have it in my drawer. I don't know if I'm going to use it. It's just scary because there's, like, it's metal, and it's on my face, and it's... Yeah, I wouldn't use it either. You wouldn't use it either? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do ha- still have it. I haven't thrown it out. <laughs> yet. Um, there was a yet in there. <laughs> yeah, there was a, but, uh, There was an implied yet. <laughs> um, but it's it's a good day. I'm uh, I'm preparing for uh, over the weekend. I've got, uh, or I've got an audition due after the weekend. So over the weekend, I'm working on that. And that just came in. So I was working on that today. Um, but it's all good things for the most part. It's um, a fun audition? It's a fun fun audition is yeah it? it is it's a good it's a it's a cool movie um i'm excited uh to do it or to do the audition well, that's cool um but what about you i want to hear about your week mark oh that's very nice i, I hear all I, about I, it i do feel heard I already know what's, what's happening in the life <laughs> of mark uh i don't know uh i'm very busy these days um just in general i feel busy but guess everybody is starting to feel that after the pandemic of like no busyness maybe um Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm choreographing um a production of newsies so that's really fun super fun show i love that show um i haven't seen it oh well mm, you really should see it the music's great and that's what i've heard well you should start with the movie directed by kenny ortega it's uh, it's good. Christian Bale's in it. Oh, and David Moscow's in it. Oh, we'll talk about David Moscow in a second, actually. Uh, oh, because oh, that makes me okay. We can talk about it now because uh, if if you don't know who David Moscow is, he's the kid from Big. Oh, I know. He's the one who gets big. I know. I like that kid. Yeah, I like that kid. So, <laughs> actually, at the time, I didn't like him because I met him at the Oakwoods. At the Oakwood. Yeah. yeah we, uh, <laughs> and he wasn't. Which, very... for anyone that's not, you know, in in L.A. or like everyone knows about the Oakwoods here, it's just a big apartment complex, basically. Oh, I love Oakwood. Where a bunch of child actors still stay, but back in the day, like. That's like that's like where the child actors were. It was epic. So it was a it was a apartment complex in Burbank, where uh, they they were all furnished apartments. And so, if you were a child actor who was not from LA, you could stay there, and um, you would basically have like kind of chaperones if you needed or what have you. And uh, all these kids, all these child actors, would like room together mm-hmm. in these apartments and basically they took over this complex it was i well, mean it was fun the old <laughs> also like had everything because it had like a little 
like market and then it had like the pool and a workout it like yeah, had, it had it was a huge it's a, or it's still a, it's not the oakwood anymore now it's like ava 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 or something, something like, like that um but it's the same place i mean it's the same deal it's just a different name um but uh yeah it just had everything and that you basically didn't have to leave i know some of my friends you uh when i was younger used to say i never stayed there personally but a lot of my young actor friends when I was growing up stayed there. I did. I loved of, it. I loved of my time at Oakwood. There. Yeah, good times at the Oakwood. Very yeah, good times and, and very... Some, um, ba- some weird times. There's good times and weird times. Not necessarily bad times. Yeah. I, mean, I, de- <laughs> I definitely grew up a little bit at Oakwood. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I did too. I did a lot of growing up at Oakwood too. It's so weird because I've never lived there. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. it's uh, Interesting things happen at the Oakwood when, right. you know uh, <laughs> anyhow it was a wonderful place but uh, I met David Moscow there and he was well we were young so it, I guess it, it yeah he was he wasn't that nice to me he wasn't that but nice. but you know he we were young who knows what yeah, who is knows? going through kids as much but anyway so today I was at the uh, something called the Hollywood show which is basically like a autograph signing convention kind of thing okay where is that is that in Burbank yeah it was in Burbank oh. at the Marriott oh wow I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah, it's like a once a year, twice a year. It's kind an of autograph thing. signing, so there's like what, just a bunch of like stars there. Or? Yep. Oh wow. So today, uh, there uh, we they had the whole cast of Little House on the Prairie, which if anybody watched Little House on the Wait, Prairie, so Jason I mean, Bateman was there. Jason Bateman was not there. <sighs> well, but he was we only see him he was before. only on it like like in the later yeah, like, sure. toward the later years. But we got to see him before, so that's all right. We did. We, yeah, but uh, you know, every every Jason Bateman si- sighting is uh, is a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, L- Melissa Gilbert was there, and uh, you know, Dean Butler, a lot of a lot of people from Little House, which was cool, and um, also Ed Begley Jr., who that's the guy. We were talking about. Remember, you guys were trying to think of the guy's name. Oh yeah, yeah. I bought. Uh, this is the guy I bought a table from. You bought a table from. <laughs> he was there. Yes, he was there. That's so funny. Yeah. So on uh, Craigslist, we, uh, me and my sister. I mean, I, we're basically hundred percent sure it was him. We never like asked him like actually, but it was definitely him. We bought a table from him, and uh, and it was the table that we kept our the cat's food on forever, and we put the cat litter underneath it, and we told them we were going to use it for our kids because they said it, they loved the table, um, and we didn't want to tell them that we were going to ruin it because of our cats. Our <laughs> cats ruined that table and we threw it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it's okay. Oh, well. I think he'll live. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Ed Begley Jr. was there, who is a very nice guy. I met him at a wedding one day, and he was a really cool, really cool guy. Um, uh, Vicky Lawrence was there from Mama's Family. If anybody watched Mama's Family back in the day, uh, she was hilarious. Uh, kind of a, that part of that Carol Burnett show uh, cast. And Donna Wilkes from Jaws 2 and Angel, which Angel was such a good movie in the 80s, like 1984. She's like this schoolgirl, but she becomes a hooker at night on Hollywood Boulevard. And then there's a murderer. And then she, like, is going to be his latest victim. And then she solves the crime. It's really a good movie. Oh, wow. I highly recommend it. But Donna Wilkes, she was really nice. Okay. And, and then I saw David Moscow from Big. So but you didn't get an autograph for him. And he's from Newsies as well. He was also in Newsies. The so movie. there you go. He was in the movie? Yeah. Oh, I got to see that. I like him. I like Big. I like Tom Hanks. Oh yeah. Well, we like everybody likes Tom Hanks. Yeah. 
He's good in Forrest Gump. He's good in everything. I haven't seen the, the Elvis movie though, which I have seen some people. Some people were saying they're. I don't know about the accent with the Elvis movie. Oh, we need to see the Elvis. We movie. need to see that. We we'll, still need to see Jurassic Park Dominion. I want to see it in 4D, which I don't even know if it's still possible. I don't know because either. we've waited so long. But, but speaking of Forrest Gump, do you know the story behind Forrest Gump? I know. I know the storyline of Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> The story I, behind it. <laughs> what is the story? I wrote to Gen A. <laughs> what's the What's the story behind Forrest Gump? Well, that um, Tom Hanks and Robert Zemeckis, who directed the movie, uh, they didn't take a lot of money up front, so they took a piece of the back end or equity in the project. But to this day, for whatever reason, whatever creative math the, the movie studio did. They still haven't made any money off of Forrest Gump, which is like 1994, and made so much money and and like Oscars and like everything. Wait, Tom Hanks and uh, Robert Zemeckis still haven't made any money off of Forrest Gump. At least that's that's the story. I don't know if it's true. I mean, it seems absurd. It's crazy. It is crazy. I I wonder if it is actually true. I mean, everything here is fake. But everything's fake. You know, Forrest Gump uh, was uh, was there at the Oscars the same year Shawshank was there, and I think it's the reason Shawshank didn't win anything. Well, uh, you know, Forrest Gump needed to win. Yeah, I like Shawshank better, but I think they're both good. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, Forrest Gump. You know, we got Tom Hanks and Robin Wright. I don't know. You know, you're pushing the Robin Wright card. I, I think maybe that one's going to win. No, not for me. I like Morgan Freeman, but. <laughs> oh, I peed next to him once. Oh, did you? I did. I think you told me this story. Yeah, it was a good story. Yeah, you said it. you couldn't really say anything. I mean, That would have been can't... a weird time to say something. Yeah, you can't say anything, but you kind of like. This you is... got like like your elbows are almost touching, you know? Yeah. Like pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, but you know, you gotta look straight ahead. Yeah. You can't look over. <laughs> can't look <laughs> I feel like if I was a big celebrity, I, I already have problems using the urinal. I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I would just go to the stall. I'd always wait for a stall. <laughs> couldn't do it <laughs> oh shoot how did we get we went do down it. a rabbit hole just then okay anyway that was a good morgan freeman sighting though because we I, I really like morgan freeman i love him so the thing about the back end thing mm-hmm. like like what what they did on forrest gump so i was just listening to jason blum talk about that who is a big producer big horror horror producer produced get out and us i and love jason blum I mean, uh, I love his stuff. Black Phone and so many things, mm-hmm. so many movies that have really worked. And he's he makes quote unquote low budget movies, which are like you know sixteen million, twenty million, thirty million dollar movies. Uh, and it's crazy. And, even, and Get Out way, was like I think only four and a half million that they spent was, on that. Yeah, I remember Get Out being really cheap. Um, it's crazy that I mean it's it's big numbers, but I guess that's cheap for the movie business. But he's talking a lot about how he the way that their structure works on their movies is that they they don't they don't pay a lot of upfront money to their stars, and instead encourage them to take a piece of the back end, which means like the profits of the of how well the movie does, you know, and so it really kind of gets the 
uh, the actors, the artists involved, the director, the writers, and everybody more involved in the stake of the picture. It incentivizes like, them. It incentivizes them to to really push for the movie and to really make a good something good and something they really believe and in. And will make money on it. And then they'll make money on it. Yeah, like so, and, and have to, something they're proud of. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's interesting. Um, it's really interesting. Is that something um, he still is doing with his films? Like, did he do yes. that with Black Phone? Yes. Really? Yeah, he does it. Oh, uh, he just does it pretty across much the board. across the board. That okay, is his so, structure. Because you had mentioned this model. to me, and I thought uh, uh, I thought it was something that he was doing, but now, like now that the industry is kind of shifting, I thought he wasn't doing that stuff. No, so they will at times. He said, um, "Take, go ahead and and like." you know, give somebody uh, a lot of money up front, but then they'll just, they'll take over that. They'll take the back end then. Yep. They take that equity and they, and it's theirs then. So, because they, because he believes in his movies and he believes that, you know, and not everything's a success obviously, but. No, if I, if I got a Blumhouse movie, I would be down for that contract because it's Blumhouse. Because Blumhouse, but of course you believe in, you know, those producers. I believe in Blumhouse and I believe in myself. Right. So. Yeah, that makes. I mean, sense. I think it's a great. I think it's a great model, and I think, you know, I'm hoping that that things are going to go more that way because as we get into this, lots of streaming versus theatrical movies versus blah 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 TV. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, I think it would be great to see the, the the industry shift more into like being you know making movies a little bit more affordable to make. Well, still financially, the best thing to book. Um, like the like uh, aside from like, well, I think financially the best thing to book would probably be like a series regular on like a network show. Oh yes, still, like, still, even though I don't really watch a lot of network, I watch mostly streaming stuff. I, I it would be nice to have it would be really nice to have a network show. Yeah, that you goes def- on for like a few freaking seasons. Yeah, if you get a TV <laughs> show, you want it to be a network show. You really don't want it to be a cable show. Yeah. And the the and the streamers are like eight episodes. Yeah. You know, whereas a network show And then is, they pay you and you're that's it. Yeah. Right? They yeah. pay you and that's it. I don't know exactly how the streamer contract works, so I wouldn't want anybody to quote us on this. I wouldn't either. I I don't know. I'm not a producer and I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't dealt in TV or any of this stuff and I still consider this TV. But I was watching a TV show. I started watching a TV show that I probably <laughs> won't continue watching. Um that I was really uh everybody recommended this show to me and it was white lotus did you ever see it oh yeah i watched the first episode like oh me too yeah i watched the first i actually auditioned for white lotus um i watched audition for the sun um but i watched yeah the first episode and yeah i didn't like it uh i didn't like it either i, I liked jennifer coolidge you mm-hmm. know i thought that like what she was doing was Mm-hmm. remotely funny you know like yeah. because she is just her being is funny <laughs> yeah you're right about that but i thought the show in general i didn't think i wasn't laughing Mm-mm. and i was bored i wasn't that interested it yeah. didn't pull me in it didn't pull me in either but then everyone i talked to was like well you gotta get past like the first episode and then and then maybe get past like the second and third and i'm like how many was there eight episodes yeah so what i gotta get through half the season and then i'll like it yeah no 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 no, no, no. i don't i don't i don't agree with that i i I, and uh, i'm told that a lot with with shows i'm told that a lot like oh you got to get to episode three and then you're really gonna get it but you know what 
guys, what happened to the the good old fashioned pilot that really hooked you and you wanted to watch yeah. episode two? I think it should be it should be good from like the very start. Like the show yeah. I got you watching, The Great. That's uh, a good pilot. It's great right away. It's great right away. Yeah. The great is great. The great is great. <laughs> it's good from the very start. I think that's how it should be. Yeah, I I totally agree. I I, I mean, when I think back to like, I mean, I always bring up uh, you know, David Lynch. So oh, yeah, we got to have him on the show. <laughs> and I'm wearing I'm wearing a Twin Peaks shirt right now. I and saw that. <laughs> the pilot for Twin Peaks was so freaking awesome that you couldn't not watch the next episode. You're right. So like when, when I didn't even see the pilot when it first came out, I um my my dad called me that next night and he was like, "You have got to start watching Twin Peaks." Mm-hmm. And and I was like, what what's that i didn't know and he's like he's telling me all about this filmmaker named david lynch and i'm like i don't know who that is but okay and like i watched the second episode and it hooked me all right and i was obsessed with that show i'm still a little bit obsessed with it still (laughs) a little just a little bit I, i think for like one of your birthdays i got you this twin peaks board game it's really good. <laughs> five hours that five played, hours. Board we played game that took. game for five hours, but I think we were playing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew the, all the answers. Yeah, it was great. It's 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 fun. It's I actually fun. really loved that. I still have it, of course. So. No, we're gonna play it again sometime. Oh yeah. Um. No. Yeah. So, but I I did get obsessed with that show, and I was super obsessed to see the pilot and when i saw the pilot when they re-ran it in the summer because that's what they used to do i don't know if they still do that now maybe they do uh that's crazy to me that (laughs) (laughs) you saw the second episode you had to wait till the summer you were like oh i can't wait for the summer so i could sit inside and watch (laughs) so i could watch my first episode you have no idea how obsessed i was i had two people taping it for me because i was in uh I was in Marin at Marin Ballet for the summer. And uh, so I was like obsessed yeah. with like getting this recorded. <laughs> so like, I think I recorded it there on their video machine. And then I had someone else recording it for me, like somewhere else. Cause I was not going to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it was worth the wait. I'll tell you that is a freaking great pilot. And I just think that that's how pilots should be, man. Like, yeah. Why do I got to, why do I have to wait like three episodes before I actually like a show? I don't get that. I don't think we should have to wait. Yeah, we should to enjoy. Wait. Yeah, it should be instant gratification. It be instant gratification. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't really into it. I love Jennifer Coolidge. I thought I think she's really good. Yeah, really I like her. funny. God, she's funny. But yeah, the rest of it, I'm in the ladies having a baby and like, I don't know. I'm like, why would you go to work on a day where you know you're going to have a baby and like i don't maybe know maybe it ties into it somehow i don't know, I don't know. but i, I thought it was kind of an, I don't know. that was interesting at least but yeah it just wasn't it just didn't grab me enough yeah i i kind of liked the the newlyweds you know that he was such a jerk and she was interesting and those really that go- girls. what's her name what's her name the- no idea she's got the craziest blue eyes she's gorgeous her eyes every time i see them i'm like yeah, they, they just can't even be real. I feel like it's in her contract to enhance her eyes. Oh, maybe it might be. It might be because, because they can do that now. I think it might be like in everything she's in because she is in. Um, I remember when I saw her in uh, Last Man on Earth. 
Her eyes like pop so much. Oh, that's where I saw her. She's in I that like, for a second. Yeah. It's, well, you know, nowadays they have digital makeup, so like you know, it makes them yeah. look younger. They like get they rid of the fine lines. And Tom stuff. Cruise and Top Gun. I think they. I think, so, I think they he do that. Good. He looks really good. He looked good, and like, and like, not to say he didn't look good in the interview, but they did an interview, but like before the movie, like they were, like, he was like, oh, introduced in the movie and stuff. Oh yeah, and I he liked didn't that. look as good as he did in the movie. He looked good. In the yeah, movie. he does look good. Although you can see, like, uh, you know, you can see that he's aging, which I think was kind of cool actually to see that Tom Cruise is aging. Like, hey, that, yeah, I mean, you know, when he took off his shirt and he, it was like he's super in shape still. Yeah, but he's in shape. And his body has changed yeah. into an older man's body, and which I kind of, I, I actually kind of liked that. And, and he was, you I mean, know, I, he still looks great, and and he did such a good job in the film and, and producing the film. Yeah, I mean, age is something we all deal with. It's relatable. Yeah, it is relatable. Actually, I, th- I think it's actually a little comforting as you get older, like to see people that you looked up to in movies. You know, when you're growing up, to see that they're getting older, but they're doing it in a really good way, mm-hmm. in a healthy way, or you know, they, you know, they're looking good, and that's what that age can look like. And you know, I've had a lot of older friends throughout my life, um, because dancers, uh, tap dancers especially, they can dance forever, and choreographers and stuff. And um, and it's it's neat how like you can kind of use those people in this industry especially because we're such an age-centric industry to to look to those people to see like oh it can be graceful it can be beautiful you can still look great you can still feel great about yourself and be Mm. and still be able to open a movie at 60 years old Mm. or what have you however old he is i think he's 59 Mm. um or something like that and um yeah it's i don't know there's some comfort in there i guess for me because as i'm aging only yeah, l- a little bit a little bit a little bit i think you look great that's very nice thank you so much yeah i think you look better than tom cruise honestly well i hope so. <laughs> i'm a lot younger than he is but <laughs> 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 well, thank you i have never been told that <laughs> even tom cruise in his prime though oh wow yeah. wow dude I-, I think everybody i was so glad we got that on record <laughs> <laughs> Um, you always look great too, of course. <laughs> I'll throw that in there. Okay, thank you. <laughs> compliment for a compliment. Very yeah, good. of course. Oh yeah, you know you gotta you gotta balance out the, the karma. <laughs> um, wait a minute, William. What's up? Do you feel that? I do feel something. Whoa. Wait. Flashback film Friday. So. Mark, guess what movie I just watched this week? I cannot guess. Boys in the Hood. Have you seen it? Whoa, Boys in the Hood. Boys in that, the Hood. It's a flashback. That is a flashback. <laughs> All right. I've n- I never saw it actually. Never saw it. John Singleton directed that. Mm-hmm. It's. It was so good. It was like so freaking good. Um, I I loved it so much, and it um, it's one of those movies. There's only a few movies. That I've seen. Um, one of them is that have given me like a visceral reaction at when I've watched it. One of them is a movie we watched together, uh, Room, with oh, Brie Room. Larson. Yes. This movie, Boys in the Hood, also did. There's a point in the film um, where somebody where there's a drive-by and somebody uh, and they've like created the they've 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 like built up these characters and you've like really fall in love with them. 
because um, I'm telling you, it's a good film. Um, and there's a point in the movie where there's a drive-by and one of the characters um, gets gets shot. And I seriously jumped off my seat and started shaking. And part of the reason was it um, it looked exactly like, and I've told you this before, um, when I, there, a, few, a few years ago, I think it was right in the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I, I, went, I was in K-Town and I, in broad daylight I witnessed a man get shot. Yeah, in a drive-by. I remember this. Um, and it, um, this movie captured what that looked like to me in real life. It, it captured exactly what it looked like. Um, it, it, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, to the all, like all the way to the point where the both the guys were wearing white shirts, and and when you you see like blood draining out from like someone's chest on a white shirt, and they're like dropping to their knees, it like looked exactly like it. I can't even imagine. I mean, um. And oh, I guess was, I don't have to imagine it's in the movie. You don't have to imagine. You can see it. I'm telling you, it looks it looks exactly the same. Yeah. Um. But I that like just and I was and the other the thing was everything else in the movie is just feeling like so, so and it, it all feels so crazy. It's it's just doesn't even, you can't even imagine that these things are like really like things that happen in the world, um. But they are and like seeing that like just reminded me that like no I've seen these things really happen and you're like yeah, and then you and then I really connected to the film and I was like this all just feels like so real to me and um and yeah I was crying and just I think you should see the movie and I think everyone should see the movie because um even though it's it is depressing it's it's depressing in the most in the best way I think oh buddy yeah I'm sorry man <laughs> you know what you know what i'm gonna do for you what you need a gift oh, a gift to cheer me up yep okay <laughs> if it's a gift to up please let me know if it's a gift you better just say so Okay, let's look in my pack sun bag. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm know. expecting a pack sun bag all every time from now on. Well, since uh, you watched Boys in the Hood, and that that's such a flashback. Well, I got you a flashback present. <laughs> wow, you got me a uh, you got me a CD player and a CD to go with it. It's a CD Walkman. Yeah, I know a CD Walkman, which I've never actually owned properly owned a CD Walkman. Um, and what is this? That is Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn. I I don't know. Who that Dude, is. I love Pete Yorn, and you're gonna love Pete Yorn. I'm excited. This is given. Uh, this is giving a time period I never lived through. Right. But I'm excited yeah, to experience but you, it. I figured, Which is like something I, I'm getting into because I just got a record player. That's what I was gonna say. I just got my record player. Like I'm going. Like what? What time period did this? This like, is like '90s, early 2000s, right? Yeah. I'm. I feel like my style is slowly shifting in the, <laughs> the '90s, early 2000s. So this is really perfect for for me. <laughs> and and Pete Yorn is like a, I love this album, and it's like I, it's kind of I think music that you'll really like. But also, Rick Yorn, who is Pete's brother, is an entertainment lawyer in town, and he was Baz Luhrmann's lawyer and a many, many oh, big really? people's lawyer. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I'm excited to, to pump this thing up, get it going. Yeah, it's brand new, so it should work. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's brand new. It's still in the package and everything. How'd you find this? Uh, at the council thrift shop. Dude, I told you, the council shop, it, it works. It's a good spot. The council <laughs> shop works. It just does. It I works. think it's the best thrift shop in town. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right, Mark. Well, thank you so much. I think that about covers it. Yeah, I think, except for one thing. <laughs> what could there possibly be? Well, William, who pays for porn? <gasps> well, I don't. Well, neither do I. Huh. That settles that. Hey, Mark, if people want to find us and follow us uh, on the social medias, you know, where could they do that? Well, I think they could just go to Instagram, William, and find us at Made in Hollywood Podcast. Oh, all right.